0: Hello everybody, this is Running 44 at 60, this is Trevor Lee and this is episode 51 and we're closing in on the classic water because it's on 22nd of May, so not long to go now. Now in this episode I'm going to share with you when I did a recce of the bit from Mausel or the end of Mausel, where it starts on the coast path again, all the way through to the Minak. Now I've been told that this is the toughest section of them all, And I think I agree with that, having run that section. Um, It's about eight miles long. And um, yeah, I'm recording part of this on the day after I did it, on the Thursday, the 22nd. And yeah, my legs are aching. And they're aching a bit more than when I've done any of my other training runs. So what you're going to get in this podcast is you're going to get a series of little snippets of me recording live on the move. So uh, one or two of them, it sounds as though it's very windy. One or two, my uh, my poles are clanking around <laughs> as well. But they're all quite short snippets and it's really a guide to all the way through this section for you. So that's the plan. So that's what we're going to be doing. And I would say that um, it was a very warm day when I did this section and um, I got a bit hotter than I originally planned to do. So there we go. I hope you enjoy this. It's uh, it's it's a bit of a guide for you and um, it should be, well, it will take you all the way through, you know, to that to that section. So what I'm doing is I'm now visualising that there are going to be four sections to the Classic Quarter for me. Now I've said in previous podcasts, I'm going to divide it into three mile sections. So effectively uh, 15 three mile sections. And I'm still going to do that because I'm going to be eating, drinking, and uh, you know, recording a bit of podcast stuff, or for every three miles. But I'm also going to be looking at it in four longer sections, um, in terms of where I've got to be and what time I've got to get there. Because uh, for me, I've got to get to the Minak within 11 hours to avoid what I think is the final cutoff. So I'm looking at this now in terms of the four sections. Number one section is the start. Uh, through to where I'll be changing my shoes around Marazion Cemetery, where it joined, where the coast path joins the road. And that's going to be, I think, around about 24 miles, something like that. Then the second section is going to be the road section, which will be the Marazion to Mausel bit, uh, which I'm going to uh, plan to recce next week just to get a feel for that. Um, and that's about seven miles. So that's 31 miles. The third section then is the bit that this podcast is all about. That's about eight miles then from um, from Mausel, uh, from the end of Mausel through to the Minack. And then the final section, which should be about five miles, Minack to the finish line at Land's End. So here we go. Um, I hope this is useful to you. Enjoy. So this is the uh, start of the coastal uh, path, we're doing a little recce route today. So you get to a sign that says perfect stays and then the coastal path is up through um, a bit of track, Um, it's just ordinary stuff really, haven't started running this bit yet and uh, you go past something called port ennis house so it's a rough track through a few houses and then it uh, goes out so uh i'm uh, where am I? i'm i about three quarters of a mile since i left uh Mausel and uh yeah you can hear the water running so i've reached a bit of a rocky outcrop um uh, it's not too bad this bit i don't think going to uh Going to walk uh, down it in a minute or two. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking whether I could walk and record but I've got to hold my phone so so this is the rocky outcrop three quarters of a mile in there was a bit of mud on the path even though it's been very dry at that point but uh, so far you know so good so um, let's uh, let's crack on and see what's around the next corner. So just come up a, a fairly steep set of steps um, and at the top, I'm now looking down and I can see Lamorna Cove. So I did use the poles going up there and I did time myself to see how fast I could put the poles uh, uh, back down. I forgot to time it on the way up, but I think it was about a minute. So <laughs> not quite as quick as changing Grand Prix tires, but anyway, so we're now looking down on Lamorna Cove and I understand this is where it gets a bit rocky. So we're gonna have a bit of fun round there. Uh, so I'm now in the and uh, just under two miles since I set off from uh, Ranguinea Reg- 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 Slave, <laughs> how do you say that <laughs> anyway the tricky bit I thought the tricky bit was the outcrop where you had to go to the left and it looks as though you were heading straight into the sea and uh, uh, oh sorry I'm just looking at the signs to make sure I get this bit right in the morning so yeah, you go past the Café La Morna on your right, but that was a bit tricky, and uh, I'm not the greatest, well, I'm not very good with heights at all, so that was a bit of a uh, moment in the sense of, oh my God, when my legs are completely tired and I'm going around that corner. So I hope I don't fall off there. <laughs> I'm aren't I? Anyway, I'm coming out through La Mourna now. I'm going to take a picture, actually. I'm just going to stop here and take a picture. But uh, yeah, so through La Morna. And I've been, uh, well, on this recce run, I've been going about 30, early 30 minutes. So plenty my time, but, you know, it's still, it's still going to be 17, 18 minute miles because there's a lot of scrambling around. So I'm just going to take a picture. So immediately out of Lamorna, there is quite a tricky rocky climby bit. I'll put the picture in the, uh, in the show notes. That's quite a tricky bit to climb over. So I'll be hauling my 30-odd-mile legs over there very carefully. Um, right, so the path looks as though it goes up to the right now. So we'll continue on. So not far out of Lamorna, and I've come across what looks like a St. Perrin's Cross uh, on the left-hand side, you know, looking out to sea with lots of uh, coins, many of which have rusted away over the years. So. Uh, I'm going to do a bit of research, and I'll put in the show notes. I'll find out what that is, and I'll put it in the show notes. Right. Okay. So uh, back on the more usual coast Pass territory, uh, a little scrambling around and all that stuff. And uh, oh, better stop recording because there's a bit of a rocky downhill here. Not big rocks though. Don't want to fall. And there we go. Right. Stop recording. <laughs> That uh, the Lamorna Cove cross story. <laughs> it, there are apparently uh, in three initials and a, and, a, and a date on that stone that I talked about there. DWW eighteen seventy three, and I can tell you that DWW stands for David Wordsworth Watson, and in eighteen seventy three, David who was uh, studying at Jesus College in Cambridge was on holiday with his sister down in Penzance, and he was a vicar, he uh, was a vicar, his, he was the son of a Northamptonshire vicar. And he was on holiday and walking the cliff path with his sister and her friend. And whilst they were walking along, he decided to go off the cliff path um, and collect some ferns. And unfortunately, he fell. And that's the point where he fell. So if you see that uh, Lamorna Cove cross, that's what it is all about. So um, just over three miles since I set off from the end of Mousel. And I've just gone past the Trinity Lighthouse on my left. So since I last dialled in, I think the tricky bit, well, not tricky bit, but there was a series of wooden steps or wooden plated steps whatever they're called and I think on the day I might get the poles out there just to help me up those I didn't today uh I strode up them sort of thing and I am running up all the hills today uh this is like a car track I'm on now I hope it's not going to somebody's house rather <laughs> following the coastal path uh Ah, and yet again, I forgot to (laughs) start my watch. So that's twice I've stopped it, take photographs, not restarted it. So it's probably another 10th of a mile to add on there. Anyway, let's, let's keep going towards the midnight. So I'm about three and a half miles into this, now, I've just come through, if you listen to the Andy Williams recording, he talked about a boggy bit where he put his foot down on a plank and it disappeared and well, I think I've just come through that bit and yes, didn't quite get as wet as he did but yeah definitely a bit of squelch on the uh, running shoes and prior to that there was a point where I'm running down what looks like, it feels like a farm track but it is parallel to the sea and then you get to a metal 5 bar gate which was, yeah, had the snek <laughs> I, I climbed over it but it could look as though oh you must be on the wrong, wrong route here but just the other side there's a telltale little coastal path sign so you are on the right route. I've gone through the boggy bit and now I'm just I'm fairly inland now at the moment to be honest and I'm just running on normal coastal path terrain which is Narrow path, oh, some steps here, just a few. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's dry today, so I can't imagine what it's like when you do this in the arc of attrition. Oh. Now, the other thing I'm doing today is I'm experimenting with uh, a couple of new things to eat because clearly I need to eat a lot more on the day than I'm used to. So salt and vinegar crisps, got those with me. haven't tried those yet. I've never eaten those on the run before. But about half a mile ago, I tucked into a half a hot cross bun, or two quarters. And it's an apple and cinnamon hot cross bun. And I had uh, peanut butter lathered all over it. So I'm gonna see what reaction I get to that, if any. Good morning, what a lovely day. Thank you very much. So uh, yeah, there we go. So (laughs) let's do a test on that. I've got a couple of gels just in case I need them today. I shouldn't, and the usual uh, uh, talk, drink and water. Uh, But I'm going to focus on the crisps and the hot cross buns. And I think I've got a mini-malt loaf somewhere in all of this stuff I've got with me today. Right, better concentrate, going through a little, still a bit closer, it's a beautiful day. I've had to stop and take my, I normally wear a base layer and then just a, a running t-shirt and i had to stop to take the base layer off it's got so hot so it's, this is a beautiful day but hey it could be a lot warmer on the on the 22nd of may so better bear that in mind as well okay right let's move on to the next stage okay so that was a bit of a surprise because i uh, got to uh, what i thought was a nice bit and then suddenly all these boulders and nowhere to go and then there was a coastal path I and mean, a very nice lady and gentleman said to me no this is the way so uh so we're across the boulders and then met some very nice ladies having a picnic (laughs) so i've told a lot of people about 44 at 60 and uh if you're listening to this then surely you do know about it but if you don't then i'm raising money for the children's hospice southwest music therapy program and uh i set out to raise 100 pounds a mile for the 44 miles and i've achieved that now um and I've got a, I've got still so got a few people, well two or three who are, are want me to deliver a business masterclass, and uh, I haven't done it yet, so I haven't had the money yet. So, i am eyeing up five thousand now, maybe a bit more. But if you want to get, if you haven't donated so far, then you know a tenner would be great. So go to Just Giving, Google forty four at sixty, and you'll find it on there. Right, so I'm about four. Given the fact I forgot to st- restart the watch twice, I think I'm at 4.4 miles since I set off. And uh, yeah, hot cross bun and peanut butter seems to be working okay. It is a beautiful day. And this is a beautiful part of the coast path, which is completely new to me. So uh, I know that when I get here in four weeks time, I'm going to be going very, very slowly. But as long as they get to the Minak in 11 hours, then that's all that matters. Crikey, there's like a climb up an old tree here. Well, all the roots of a tree. Ah, right, see you in a while. So I've just come down and then up some really steep steps in a cove which it uh, is five and a half miles since I set off, so probably two and a bit miles to the Minak. And uh, I was going to eat my rest of my hot crust bun with the peanut butter on the way down. And to my horror, I'd somehow left the, the pocket of my hydration vest with them in unzipped, and they've disappeared. I really apologise to everybody because I've littered the coastal path, I can't believe that. A little plastic bag with two bits of hot cross pod. So if they're there in four weeks' time, I'll pick them up. Now I can confirm that um, the uh, little cove that I talked about is called Penbirth Cove. And according to my calculations, that was uh, just under two miles, about 1.8 miles from the Minac. So around about 30 minutes, something like that. So it's a, it's a super little cove. When you go across the cove, there's some boats there. Just turn right, and then there's an immediate left, and you pick up the footpath again. But it's called Penbirth Cove. OK, so uh, I've just come past an Iron Age fort, as a name I can't pronounce, but I've put a picture in the, uh, in the show notes. And now I'm heading out... To I'm, yeah, I'm definitely I just saw but I'm in an open edge of an open field really now. And uh, there we go. So I'm quite a long way from the sea. So the last section was uh, was pretty much okay actually. Uh, I'm six and well about six point eight miles because I've managed to not stop a third time now. Where did I go? Here? Right now, there's a. Well, I'm just going to follow the main path. There is a like a detour off to the left very soon as I came into this field here, and then it feels like I'm on a on a path. Anyway, a lot of these little detours just go to sites. I think I've just got my first glimpse. The area where the Minak is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm heading in the right direction, and I've been running well, probably two hours and ten minutes because I've kept messing up the starting thing. So Closing in on the Monaco, you can see a beautiful beach down there. Like Fort Beach. Anyway, so if I'm here in, on May the 22nd, and I've got, oh, I don't know, half an hour to get there, to meet the cutoff time. Another, oh, maybe it's more than half an hour, actually. <laughs> right, we'll see how far it is from here. So, on my watch, it's, uh, 158 but that needs another 15 minutes adding to it really so we'll see. We'll see. Right, okay. So I've uh I'm now climbing up some very uh steep steps, uh steps which uh Seem to be taking me up towards the Minack. Now I can't remember the runners last year doing this bit. So there was a point where it said Porthcurno Coast Path about half a mile back. Go left, which is what I did, or go straight on. And I suspect that the run route. It's going to be straight on. Well I'm pretty much here now at the minute and I think that's taken me uh, just under two and a half hours to get here. Going to be a shade under eight miles. I'm pretty sure this isn't the route the race follows because everybody definitely came in from the other end. It's not easy getting on these steps. Right, so I think that concludes my recce run almost. a great place to finish. Here we are, all the children, setting off on their adventures. Maybe one day some of them will do this one as well. There we go. So there we are, there's my little guided tour for you for the Mausel to Minak section. Now as I indicated, Uh, towards the end there, that I went up the steps, the stone steps to the Minac. Now, certainly in 2020, that wasn't the route that the Classic Quarter followed. So I suspect that the turning point was uh, up the path uh, at at, uh, Porthcurno towards the Porthcurno car park, and then uh, along a bit of road and down into the Minac car park where the checkpoint was. So, Chances are it might be again like that that this year because of the COVID situation. I'm not sure. But uh, I followed the original coast path and that's why I came up the big steep steps up to the Minac. So just bear that in mind when you get there. So there we are. There's my little guide to you for Mousel to Minac. So I hope that's useful. This is uh, all about 44 at 60. And just a final reminder that, you know, if you like this podcast, then please do leave a review. And if you'd like to help me with my fundraising activity, then... Just go to my Just Giving page. So if you go onto Just Giving and search Trevor Lee forty four at sixty, you'll find my Just Giving page, and you know you can you know stick a tenner in there or something like that. That would be absolutely fantastic because I've actually hit the uh, the goal, the four thousand four hundred pounds, hundred pounds a mile goal. But I've got a a couple of other things to go on there, which may have appeared by the time you listen to this podcast but it would be fantastic if uh, if i could just get to 5000 pounds now that's what i'm now resetting my target for so if you've enjoyed this and you think it's worth a little 10 pound donation to the children's Hospice southwest and their music therapy program that would be that would be really great and i'm much appreciated okay thanks for listening see you on the next installment